0: about earthly things, but to love things heavenly. And even now, while we are placed among things that are passing away, to hold fast to those that shall endure, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the proclamation of the word.
1: A reading from the book of Jonah. When God saw what the people of Nineveh did, how they turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. But this was very displeasing to Jonah, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said while I was still in my own country? That is why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning, For I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and ready to relent from punishing. And now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? Then Jonah went out of the city and sat down east of the city and made a booth for himself there he sat under it in the shade, waiting to see what would become of the city. The Lord God appointed a bush and made it come up over Jonah to give shade over his head to save him from his discomfort. So Jonah was very happy about the bush. But when dawn came up the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the bush so that it withered. When the sun rose, God prepared a sultry east wind And the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint and asked that he might die. He said, It is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the bush? And he said, Yes, angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You are concerned about the bush for which you did not labor and which you did not grow. It came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should I not be concerned about Nineveh, that great city, in which there are more than a hundred and twenty thousand persons who do not know their right hand from their left, and also many animals? The word of the Lord.
0: Let to together a portion of Psalm 145. I will
2: exalt you, you, you and bless your name forever and ever. Every day, God bless you and praise your name forever and ever. the Lord, and one generation shall praise your works to another, and it shall be greater for all. I would not want to do the voices to remember the good and all of my heart's words to us. They shall speak in my life through one verse and and I will well for the good They shall publish the remembrance of the good of the They shall sing in my voice,
3: a reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. To me, living is Christ, and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. And I do not know which I prefer. I am hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy and faith. So that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. Only live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that, whether I come and see you, or am absent and hear about you, I will know that you are standing firm in one spirit, striving side by side with one mind for the faith of the gospel, and are in no way intimidated by your opponents. For them, this is evidence of their destruction, but of your salvation. And this is God's doing, for He has graciously granted you the privilege not only of believing in Christ, but of suffering for Him as well, since you are having the same struggle that you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. The Word of the Lord. Thanks.
0: This is the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to Lord Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. And after agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw their standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. About five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also get in, go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last, then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received, received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner saying, Am I not allowed to do with what I choose, with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. This is the gospel of the Lord. 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 Please be seated. It's not fair! (laughs) That's what a rector of a church in Birmingham, England preached three years ago. He said the family was on vacation and they were down to their last gummy worm. So he had precariously put the worm on the dashboard of the car and was attempting to cut it in two absolutely perfect, knowing that if it went one way or the other, one of the kids would scream, it's not fair. Perhaps as a parent, you've heard those same words. That is why I only had one child. Perhaps as a child, you said to your mother or your father that your brother or sister got the larger half of the sandwich or slice of cake. We all want what's fair. We all want what we feel is due to us. And when we feel that we have been cheated in some way, either on purpose or by accident, we feel resentful and we feel a little bit angry because we all believe we deserve equality. We all believe that if you work for a day's wage, a day, you should get a day's wage. And if you come in at nine o'clock and everybody's been working since seven, then they should be docked. But this parable doesn't tell us that. This parable tells us that the owner of the vineyard pays everyone the same. Now, for those who have owned a vineyard in biblical times or even modern times, there's a very short window in which to harvest the grapes. So the owners of the vineyard need to bring as many people in to work as possible. So the owner of the vineyard in this parable was feeling a little pushed for time and wanted as many people to be working for him that day. So he keeps going, when he realizes he doesn't have enough, he keeps going back out and asking for more. And the final group of people that he calls into the vineyard are the very people that we would never think of hiring. The old, the infirm, the handicapped in some way, children.
3: But in the (sighs) owner's
0: eyes, everyone is equal and everyone comes into the vineyard and works. So naturally those who have worked the hardest believe they should be paid the most and that as we know, is not what the vineyard owner says. Because when he, when the, in the Gospel of Matthew, when the word friend is used, it's not friend. Because the owner is sneering at him, friend, have I not told you? What is it to you? Where are your boundaries? is basically what he's saying. It's none of your darn business what I do with my own money. And that's what makes the people angry. Now we look at that parable today and think, well, what's wrong with the vineyard owner giving everyone the same? Isn't that how we would want to be treated? Isn't that what we hope happens in the real world? That everyone is given the same amount of money? But Dr. Stanley Saunders tells us that what is happening is the vineyard owner has now set up a dialogue and a a way of structuring the society so that people are envious and angry with one another. And perhaps the next day, no one will show up in the marketplace. So in a way, the vineyard owner is almost sabotaging himself by allowing everyone to be paid the same, excuse me. And what happens when we know that there is inequity or unfair equality in our society? People become angry, they're just, they feel they're justified, that no one should, is better than another. But this is what the vineyard owner has said. By everyone being equal, I have made you my captives because no one's going to go anywhere else. And it's totally arbitrary the way he has decided to give out the wages. The next day he could change his mind and pay people on a sliding scale. The next day he may cut their wages because he paid too much today. So what looks as a fair and equitable way of living is anything but, Dr. Saunders tells us. We all want to live in a just and equitable world. We want to know whether you're stacking groceries in a store or the CEO of a corporation, you're going to be paid fairly. And as we know, it's usually the people that are at the bottom of the economic ladder that are paid the least for doing the most and dangerous work while the people at the top are able to make lots of money money, more money than we will ever be able to spend in our own lives, money that for us is astronomical in our thinking. We all are thinking today of the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It would be hard to not think about her because that's what she fought for her entire career, justice and equity, fairness. She was told in 1967 when she went to Columbia that she shouldn't go because she was a woman. When she graduated number one in her class, she couldn't get a job because not only was she a woman, but she was Jewish. And Ruth was able to fight through all of that inequity to become a Supreme Court justice and fight for the rights of all people. Not just, we think it's only women, but do you know she took on a case for a man whose wife had died and she fought for him to get right, uh, to get benefits so that he could raise his child and still be able to work. Gender didn't matter to Ruth. What mattered to Ruth was fairness and equity. That people be treated the same. That all of us understand that no one is better than another person. Whether you're male, female, black, white, gay, straight. In Ruth's eyes, everyone was the same. And she did it with grace and humility. She wore her named notorious rbg lightly she became an icon to young women everywhere she probably didn't even know who notorious big was until she became notorious rbg and i watched a clip yesterday of stephen colbert exercising with her (laughs) and him saying i can't even keep up with an 85 year old woman and a cancer survivor at that Ruth Bader Ginsburg taught us all how to be kind and just and fair. Even though she and Antonin Scalia didn't get along ideologically, they found that peace that they could agree upon. They both loved opera and they both spent many, many happy hours together, listening to opera and enjoying one another's company. Both of them showed what it means to love another person for who they are and not what they stand for. To love another person as as a human being and not an ideologue. Ruth's death is a sad day for our world, not because for some of us she was a liberal voice on the Supreme Court, but because she was a voice of calm, and, reason. and yes, she wrote pointed arguments when she was against something. But she was able at the end of the day to walk out and be friends with the people she disagreed with. That's what Jesus is telling us in this parable. As hard as it is to believe, we are all equal. There is no one who is more than another. There is no one who is less. And when we start to believe in a just and equitable society and start working for it and continue to work for it is when we will understand people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and people like the man we follow, Jesus himself. Amen. 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 Please stand. And let us affirm the faith of our baptism by saying together the words of the Nicene Creed.
2: We believe in one God, the Father the Almighty, the Maker of the Earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ,
3: the only Son of God, eternally
0: begotten
2: of the Father.
0: He suffered death and was buried. On the
2: third day, he rose again, according to the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the
0: Father.
2: He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his receive We will believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, and the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, with the Father and the Son, he has worshipped and glorified. He has
0: spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. <laughs>
3: For the holy church of God, that it may be filled with truth and love, and be found without fault the day of your coming, we pray to you, O oh Lord. Lord have mercy. For the Most Reverend Michael Curry, our Presiding Bishop, for Re- um, Reverend retired Reverend Jeffrey Lee, our own Bishop, for all bishops and other ministers, and for all the holy people of God, we pray to you, O oh Lord. Lord have mercy. For all who fear God and believe in you, Lord Christ that our divisions may cease, and that all may be one as you and the Father are one. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the mission of the Church, that in faithful witness it may preach the Gospel to the ends of the earth. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who do not yet believe, and for those who have lost their faith, that they may receive the light of the Gospel. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the world, that a spirit of respect and forbearance may grow among nations and peoples, we pray to you, O oh Lord. Lord, I have mercy. For those in positions of public trust, especially Donald, our president, and Tom, our mayor, that they may serve justice and promote the dignity and freedom of every person, we pray to you, O oh Lord. Lord, I have mercy. For all who live and work in this community, especially shelter care ministries and Jeremiah development, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord mercy. For a blessing upon all human labor and for the right use of the riches of creation, that the world may be freed from poverty, famine, and disaster, we pray to you, O Lord. Lord mercy. For the poor, persecuted, the sick, and all who suffer, for refugees, prisoners, and all who are in danger, that they may be relieved and protected. We pray to you, O oh Lord. Lord have mercy. For this congregation, that we may be delivered from hardness of heart and show forth your glory in all that we do. We pray to you, O oh Lord. Lord.
2: Have mercy.
3: For our enemies and those who wish us harm, and for all whom we have injured or offended, we pray to you, O oh Lord. For ourselves, for the forgiveness of our sins, and for the grace of the Holy Spirit to amend our lives, especially those celebrating birthdays, including Mickey, Rachel, Jane, and those celebrating anniversaries. We pray to you, O Lord. Lord, For all who have commended themselves to our prayers, especially victims of the wildfires and Hurricane Sally, Florence, Lisa, Mary Ann, Nick, Rich, Sam, Scott, and for our families, friends, and neighbors, that being free from anxiety, they may live in joy, peace, and health. We pray to you, O Lord,
2: Lord,
3: and for all who have died, especially Dominic, Otis, Ruth, and the communion of your church, and those whose faith is known to you alone that with all the saints they may have rest in that place where there is no pain or grief, but life eternal. We pray to you, O oh Lord. Lord, have
0: mercy. Rejoicing in the fellowship of the ever-blessed Virgin Mary and all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another in all our life to Christ our God. To you,
2: O Lord, our God.
0: For years, yours is the majesty, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, and in all your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. My friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you. Amen. morning i'm so glad that you are with us either here or online and please know that while we are either online or in the church you are in your church home and we are so glad that you've joined us this morning just a couple of announcements i don't want any dancing in the aisles please but i am on vacation in one week so please try to keep it down you know uh doug will be leading the worship morning prayer next sunday so i Hope that you will be able to avail yourselves of that. Also, if you do wanna make a church reservation, we ask that you do it by Thursday at five o'clock. And we are going to be having early voting here at Emanuel on October 19th through Monday, November 2nd, 8.30 to seven. And then Saturday and Sunday, the 24th, 25th, 31st, and November 1st from nine to five. Also in a week, a week from Tuesday, we'll be having a service of remembrance for the members of the Jubilee Center who have died during the pandemic. Uh, The members have requested this and I'm more than happy to do it. So if you would like to help, please let me know and we'll be having a short service and I do believe they will be having a reception afterwards in the parking lot, socially distant. Are there any other announcements? Ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts. Oh, one other (laughs) thing. Point of privilege, please. I have moved the altar temporarily up front so that you not only can see but hear me because of my mask. So I want to make sure that everyone can participate. So that was a decision I made last week. So thank you. (laughs) you. <laughs> always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Because you are the source of light and life, you made us in your image and call us to new life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, whoever sing this hymn, to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, 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 Lord God
2: Almighty. Heaven and earth are full of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and
0: gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you, in your mercy, sent Jesus Christ your only son, only an eternal son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ, Christ is God. God. Christ, Christ is, is risen. Christ, Christ is, is, Christ is We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O oh Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And in the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say,
2: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be he thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our To us, and we us not into temptation, but deliver for,
0: for, for God us is evil. Evil. the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us.
2: Amen. Therefore, let us be
0: Alleluia. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. All God's people are welcome to the table. The invitation is the Lord's. remember that life is short, and each of us in our own way is fighting a very hard battle. So make haste to love, and be swift to be kind. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you all this day and forevermore. Amen. Amen.